Hey, before we jump into my breast cancer story and the journey I took, I wanted to make sure that you knew today is your last chance to jump into the Fueled by Faith six-week mentorship program. This is going to be an incredible opportunity for you to have weekly calls with me where we're going to encourage each other in faith and how we can take strong steps to build a stronger and deeper faith with God. I hope to see you inside. The link is in the show notes. Check it out over there. It's going to be an opportunity you do not want to miss. I hope you enjoy today's show and thanks so much for tuning in today. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hey, I'm back. Thanks so much for tuning in to Addicted to the Climb with me today. I'm really excited about sharing something with you today because I've realized since October just passed that I never really talk about my breast cancer story unless I'm on other interviews and doing podcasts or articles, things like that. But I wanted to share with you guys personally my story because maybe there are some of you right now going through a diagnosis, even a breast cancer diagnosis, or you know someone that's going through it right now. And you just don't know what to do or how to help them. And I want to give you some encouragement today because, I mean, there's so many people going through cancer and cancer treatments and the scare of having cancer. And we need to talk about this and be there for each other and not pretend it's not going on. And that's why I want to share my story because I almost kept it like a secret in the beginning I, I felt a lot of shame. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to take you back to 2008. So yes, it's been 14 years, almost 15 years of me not having breast cancer, but I want to take you back to 2008. I came up with this plan to start my own boot camp for my community, the women in my neighborhood and areas, and just to see how it would go because I had a few good friends opening a gym and I've been in the gym my whole life. I loved working out. I loved working with women and I thought it would be really fun to help other women get in shape and we can do it together. So it was almost like a passion project for me and I thought it would be really cool to make fun playlists and like I said, until they told me the only times I could have in the gym was 5 a.m., and nine. So I started there and I was not a morning person at all. I actually was the opposite. I probably said this on my show a few times in the past, but I was the girl that liked to sleep. (laughs) So 
it's just hilarious that I started this boot camp and I was starting the boot camp at a for a 5 a.m. class. That means waking up at 4.15, getting to the gym at 4.45, and starting a rigorous workout. But a couple months before this all took place, I was driving with my little baby in the car, my little son, Tony, and my doctor called because I had gone in to check. I felt a little bump on my breast when I was laying in bed one night. I had an itch. I scratched. I was like, that's strange. That's feel, It felt almost like a frozen pee right underneath my skin. So I put it off for a few months and then I finally had a girlfriend say, hey Kelly, did you have that checked? I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. I should go have it checked. <laughs> I'm like, I, I just didn't think there was anything wrong with me. I didn't think it would be anything. And I was pretty much dismissing the whole thing in my own head because I had this boot camp I was starting. I was super excited about it. And I'm like, there's no way anything's wrong with me. But anyways, I did go to the doctor and I had the breast exam and they did a biopsy because they wanted to make sure, which I was very thankful for. But as I said, I was driving one day with my baby in the car and the doctor called and he said, hey, Kel, can you talk? And I was sure, of course I can. Now I'm driving. He said, Kelly, you have cancer. I, I, I froze. Obviously, that's the worst thing you can hear from a doctor, that you have cancer. So I immediately pulled over. I was going to meet my husband at the time at his mom's house for dinner, and I almost hung the phone up. I said, I just started bawling my eyes out. He said, we're going to handle this. Let's set up a meeting. I was like, okay. I actually don't even remember the conversation because it was mind-blowing that he said those words to me. And so I ended up driving the car to my mother-in-law's house and I was hysterical, completely hysterical as you would be, hearing the words, you have cancer. And my husband's like, what is the matter? He comes running out of the house. I told him he starts crying. It was really just a real trying time, as you can imagine. And what I want to share about the story is how I got through this. Because as you know, if you've been following me for a while, if you've been following me recently, more presently, you know that my faith is everything to me. I am addicted to the climb in my faith first. Yes, my health is next, but my faith is number one. And my life story revolves around my faith because if you haven't read my book yet, Addicted to the Climb, I dedicated it to my mom, Norma, because my mom suffered with rheumatoid arthritis from the moment I was born. And she passed away five years ago. But as an only child, I watched her and I suffered in silence watching my mom she was suffering but she never really she didn't walk around showing me her suffering she walked around with a smile and her bible in hand at all times I'm not making this up like she always had that bible and so she had an unwavering faith that I never really when I look back I never I don't even know people like that to this day I want to think I'm like her and emulate I emulate her in every way I can but 
she had an unwavering faith because she, this woman has gone through so many surgeries. She had swollen joints from head to toe. And if you see in my book, there's pictures of her in her halo cast. So you'll have to go grab the book. It's on Amazon, Addicted to the Climb. You can hear all about my mom and her story. But she really positioned me in my life to be an overcomer and have an overcomer mindset from an early age as a child. By her showing me her deep inner strength, it really rubbed off on me. And I probably didn't realize that growing up. I just watched her, but I knew she was different. I always wondered how she went to bed and woke up and put her makeup on every single day and had a smile. And now I know it's because she had Jesus on through her whole entire journey, which was precious. And it taught me just to never stop climbing in life, no matter what challenges I faced. So hitting that rock bottom moment, hearing the diagnosis that I had breast cancer, really was almost like it was a pivotal moment in my life, but I knew I couldn't stay in that pity party. And I knew that God didn't want me to stay there. I knew I had things to do. I had women to serve. I was ready to make an impact in women's lives to, for them to get healthy and strong in their physical bodies. And so after the cry, after the however many days I took to really think about what I'm doing next, I decided to move on. And I want you to hear my words. I decided to move forward. I didn't want to stay in the pity party. Although I was spir I spiraled out for that quick minute. And of course, I want to be real with you. Faith wasn't the first thing on my mind. I was having the pity party. I want you to know I felt depressed. I felt anxious. The sadness was like overwhelming. But here's the deal. I know that we all have two choices and two voices that are going on inside our head. And this is what I chose. I chose faith over fear and I chose God's voice instead of my own. How many times do you hear that little devil of a voice saying, you should stay in the pity party. What do you have to live for? You're just going to suffer. You don't know what the next step's going to be. What if you die? I was hearing all these things in my voice and I had to learn to quiet those voices just like you can. Whatever you're going through right now, no matter what, you have a choice. You have a decision to make. You're either going to allow those voices to get real loud and take over or you can quiet them. You can push them down. You can say, those voices do not belong here. They're not living here. I don't want to hear them. And you take the action to move forward. And so although it wasn't easy, that's how I began my climb uphill. And I want to share with you a few Bible verses. And my favorite one, favorite, favorite that my mom taught me was Philippians 4.13. And it says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And I want you to know that verse is so powerful when you're in crisis mode. If you say, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, you're giving Christ the his power to help you in your life instead of your own. We have our own power to do things, but God's power is supernatural. And I need you to really know that and believe it and have trust and faith that he will take care of you no matter what.
because the next few verses I want to share with you will really explain our purpose because God never says that life is going to be easy. He, he doesn't say it's going to be hard, but he does say this. My next Bible verse I want to share with you is from James 1 verse 1 and it says, whenever trouble comes your way, let it be an opportunity for joy. For when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be strong in character and ready for anything. That verse was another verse that really made me realize that God never promised us a completely pain-free life because it says, whenever trouble comes your way. So I want you to take that to heart. And know that nobody is exempt from pain and trouble in life. But again, we have the choice. Choosing faith over fear. I love that. I use that as a hashtag all the time because when I remind myself, okay, I'm going to choose faith. I'm not going to choose fear. Especially when 3 a.m. rolls around and I'm worried and I'm scared. And I remember being worried and scared because I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't even know. All I knew was I had cancer. So imagine, I don't know if I'm going to die. I didn't know what stage I was. I had no idea. And I had to make it through a week before my next appointment. So I had to choose faith. I had two children watching me. I had a, a husband that was watching me, my parents, Tony's parents. And I wanted to be strong. I wanted to choose strength and not fear again. And I want you to know that you can do the same thing. It's so important that you don't crumble and fall down. That's not what God wants for you. He wants you to be faithful and hopeful. And he promises that no matter what happens, he'll be holding your hand right along the way. And this is another verse. Ready? Verse. Next verse. I don't know how many I'm going to say, but I want to say a few because these are so meaningful to me. I want you to know in the morning... I had to wake up and put on the full armor of God before I got out of bed. And I want to read to you that verse. It's in Ephesians chapter 6 because this is a game changer. You know, the minute you wake up, your eyes open and you remember, oh my gosh, I have cancer. Oh, uh, I'm scared. And that's where the devil tries to come in and tell us all those lies that I was talking about. But in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies and tricks of the devil. And I want you to go ahead and finish reading. You can just read chapter 6. It's so good about putting on the armor of God and the breastplate and standing firm and your feet. And it's a really great um, few verses. But when I wake up to this day, I want to make sure I put on that full armor of God so that no matter what happens in my day, I'm armed with righteousness and salvation because that's what God wants for us. That's where my hope lives and I want yours to be there as well because God says again in his word in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 20, by his mighty power at work within us, he is able to accomplish infinitely more than we could ever dare to ask or hope. So that's where your hope is. I just want to stop right there and remind you that God never told us 
life will be easy, but he does tell us through him all things are possible. And my question to you today is, do you actually believe that? Do you believe that you can get out of your situation that you're in right now? Even if it's in a deep, dark hole, you're in crisis mode, you don't know where to turn. I want you to believe bigger than your circumstances. I want you to believe in the God of the universe that no matter what happens, he's right there with you. I don't know how I would get through anything in life without my faith. And my book is really based on, my, my book is full of stories, 30 stories that I wrote personally of how I got through different things in my life and how you can too. Because I'm no different. I'm not a special child of God. We're all equals here in the kingdom. And you need to believe that. You're a daughter of the king. You're a son of the king. And he wants you to have that strong faith. Build on your faith constantly. That's why I'm running my Fueled by Faith program to really just help women and empower them and equip them with faith so that when life is shaky, you are built on solid ground, that you can stand firm. You're going to get back up on your feet because that's what life's about. It's not about staying there in the same pity party. God wants us to grow and evolve and really deepen our faith every single day. I'm not the same person I was two months ago. My faith keeps growing because I'm working on it. And I know when things happen in my life. And believe me, they happen all the time. There's always something going on. I'm not, I don't have a perfect life at all. There's always trials, if you want to call them that, and struggles that need to be overcome. And it all starts within our minds. So if you can decide, go back to that decision that you have the power over, you can say, I choose faith today instead of fear and go on your merry way. Like put a smile on your face and walk out the door knowing that you're choosing faith today. Maybe it's the first time you're going to do this. I'm so excited for you. I'm cheering you on right now because I know life is difficult in so many ways. I mean, I've been working with women for a long time. I hear a lot of stories and I just want to leave you with this. Turn your faith up. Turn it up. Get tight with a God who made you. He wants you to live an abundant life, a prosperous life, a beautiful life, a life full of peace and joy and hope. Because without hope, we have nothing. So I love you all. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really hope you enjoyed my message. I hope you take it and really just really penetrate it into your heart, okay? Our faith walks are so important. Uh, We're all on different journeys and different paths, but stay true to your faith. That's how you're going to get through this thing called life. If you want to reach out to me, share this episode, DM me, tag me on social. I would so appreciate it. And you know the only way that my show can get out to more people to empower and help and encourage more people is by you sharing it and leaving a review. So if you could go over to your podcast app right on your phone, scroll down to where it says you can give me a five-star review and it says write a written review, that would mean the world to me. I so appreciate you. I appreciate you tuning in. Have a great week ahead. And until next time, keep on climbing.
And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith Fuel and Fitness and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytian.com to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.